The views and opinions expressed on From the Mouths of Madness are that of the panel and not of the Geeks Under the Influence Network or their sponsors. Listeners, beware. Straight from the Mouths of Madness, I'm Lowdown. With me, as always, is... F you, Honor. What's up, you Poe-loving bitches? Fucking family-destroying bitches. Yeah. So, sell your soul for some bullshit, bitches. That's really what happened. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, it kind of works out. Make, makes a good point. It, uh, yeah. You, you have kids in poverty that live long lives or live it up rich and it was no die like a bunch of assholes. And then, then she said he was going to be a dentist. There's no guarantee they were going to be in poverty, so fuck all that. You can't tell the future. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> all right. First, I'd like to ask, ask you to like, comment, share, subscribe, rate, review, all the social stuff across all the social things. We, it greatly helps out the podcast. The man is boys appreciate it, and it only takes you a couple seconds. Thank you. Now, on to tonight's episode. For tonight, we decided, well, we were blessed enough to have, for the first time, a fellow showrunner, another GUI aficionado, and the soon-to-be wife... <laughs> that's crazy. Right? No shit. <laughs> soon-to-be wife of, like... Your platonic life partner. Platonic yeah. life partner. <laughs> I'm like that, but Bigot. Uh, yeah. Uh, Amy Bogard. Hey. Oh, fuck. Host is deeply upsetting, too. All the other stuff was way more rad, though. The whole marriage thing, the I think, kind of. Yeah. pretty cool. Oh, also, there's a podcast she does, too. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. It's on the network. Yeah. Whatever. That thing. Honestly, the podcast has been on hiatus for a decent amount of time because, I don't know about you guys, but, like, life? Crazy, right? That's why I've said this year, like, the release has been, like, the end of last year kind of went fucked up but i kept it pretty solid this year yeah. it just seems like i miss it we've missed some weeks and it's like you know what fuck it like yeah. i can't i'm not stressing about it everything like, is too much right now um but deeply upsetting is returning the hiatus is ending there's a lot of theoretical things to bring up of that have happened you think there are deeply upsetting topics in the news like uh, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Kind of softball oh, right now. That was shit. That was so deadpan. Thing. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. It's thank like, you. Woo. Mike Flanagan, call me. <laughs> yeah, no shit, right? Call all of us. Dude, I, I, I just want to be on the set. I, I know. Don't just care. an extra. I just want to watch everyone work. I would like to be a third in him and Kate Siegel's marriage, if possible. <laughs> you know, maybe mm, if she's the character yes. from this movie. Mm. in real life, mm-hmm. then that would probably work. So, uh, I mean, not movie, the show. So, folks, what we're talking about tonight is the Netflix series, The Fall of the House of Usher, Mike Flanagan's fucking, I mean, it's beautiful. Uh, it's a mas- It's a masterpiece. It's Tour not, de force. It, it, as far, uh, it is the best adaptation of Poe's work outside of the 1935, ra- the film The Raven. That's really fucking good. I don't know if anyone's seen that mm. black and white film. Mm-hmm. It's black and white 1935, so go with that. But it is an amazing adaptation, like, as far as accuracy with Poe's stuff. It's really cool. Wow, But cool. Flanagan really fucking... I mean, Vincent Price's uh, 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 Red Death is pretty... Well, he did Red Death, but he was also in the uh, cast saying... of Amontillado, too. Yeah, I was going to say, so there's a couple of Vincent Price yeah, there ones. Are. That... There are a couple good ones with but Vincent Price. But the modernization of Poe's work is masterful in this. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, I mean, I remember, I didn't know it was happening until maybe, like, three months before, I think, they, Netflix dropped a little picture. Mm-hmm. And it was like someone, a human eye, but through like a raven wing or something. Yep. I'm like, oh shit, Ennis Flanagan, come on, yep. man. Come on. I knew <laughs> he was going to do it too. I have I have more faith in Mike Flanagan than anything I've ever done. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I trust him with my life. I'm well, putting his, him as my emergency contact. <laughs> I mean, he's already been trusted with, with King Properties. But, oh, yeah. but I, I had still had reservations because that is to do it properly that is that is a very big project and he said he's going chronological with the books Mm -hmm. so from the beginning of the gunslinger to the end of the series in book seven i guess depending on how it does because they're not going to cram it into one season really he could do the first two books in season one and then every other book after that do a season Mm, right yeah so i hope he get we get at least like six seasons of this have you read the book books yeah like Three times all the way through. Whoa! It's it's yeah, a he, Dark Tower a series. The Dark Tower series is fucking amazing. The disappointment that he the ninety minute movie. Yeah. The fuck. <laughs> I remember Ooh. going so the movie. He goes, well, oh, no, yeah. like <laughs> there was no verbal. He like, doesn't accept it. <laughs> he didn't no, even give the movie a shitting on. He just said, yeah, it's, it's oh, no. <laughs> he just rebuked if it. If you like, hell. if you like a mixture of post apocalyptic 
magic fantasy with horror, dual dimensions, mirror mirror realities. Yeah. I do like and it that. Ta- it, the, the Dark Tower series, sorry folks, we're going to get to House of Usher, I promise. <laughs> the Dark Tower series uh, basically has roughly 45 other stories that intertwine throughout his career. Mm. So it's like literally spans his career. I mean, he's still writing, but it spans his career and it's attached to it. Talisman's attached to it. You know, uh, The Dead Zone. All, all these books are connected to the Dark Tower series. Oh, wow. Yeah, so cool. it's, it's really, yeah, I could, dude, I'm telling you, when this shit drops, like, people need to check on me to make sure I didn't, like, masturbate to death. <laughs> <laughs> Get a couple, Just knock first. A couple or, things of Gatorade you know. next to you. And, yeah, it's yeah, Mars you juice. Yeah. We'll know that you died happy, though, yeah. so we can all at least- I want to at least finish you know, it. <laughs> oh, you got to finish and finish. I might need yeah. six years of yeah. frequent masturbation. <laughs> we never see you again. Yeah. I would be like Quagmire in The Family Guy when he comes out and it's like, hey, guys, you know who's porn on the internet? <laughs> he's Sounds like the, uh, the fall, like five times fall of the house of lowdown. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, good. Thank you. We need to that get back amazing. on track because I mean, I we I could just gush about Flanagan, but um, folks, there is a Flanniverse episode in the works sometime next year. Probably gonna try to get that together, and we can really just gush of all things Flanagan. But uh, one thing I've got to say about the fall of the House of Usher is how he kept not only like character names directly related to the ep- the story they were telling in that episode. Mm-hmm. But then they would also like the overall arcing story of the fall of the House of Usher was always there. Right. Between yeah. Roderick and Madeline. Like right. those two, and if you've read the Fall of the House of Usher, like the way the last the Raven, the way it ends mm-hmm. to a T is like the fucking book. Yeah. The way they tell the backstory when they're kids with the mom, like to a T and all that, then while building on all these other fucking stories. How do you my, it hurts my brain trying. It was when I was watching it at times, like, how the fuck did he do this? Honestly, and once I saw that each episode was going to be one of the stories, at least, I was like, oh shit! Like that's yeah, really that's 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 what caught difficult. me off guard. It's ballsy, yeah, and not a clunky moment. No, I'm like mind blown. Now, I want, like, did he edit? I wonder how how much was cut on the just to make it flow as smooth as it did. Yeah, like, but I'm just saying, when I went into it, I thought, okay, it's gonna be based on that one. And then you get to that second episode, and mm-hmm. the title is like, okay, maybe there'll be a mention, and realize, oh, mm-hmm. these are the guidelines of each episode mm-hmm. and each death. Yeah. Now there and are- there's a couple you hear the title, and you're like, I don't even know the fuck is he gonna do this? Like the pit and the pendulum. I'm like, dude, yeah, okay, I'll see how he does yeah. this, dude. Yeah. That that was the that is, and I'll, I'll I'm gonna rewatch it, so uh, you know it might not be through the second watch, but. It's very rare that I yell <laughs> at the TV when I'm watching something, especially to no one because it's just me and the cats. That so the cats just like freak the me. fuck out. <laughs> like when the building started going down and he's paralyzed and it spoilers by the way. Yeah, um, I was gonna say <laughs> you know my you know how I feel about that. Yeah. Um, when that piece comes down with the metal shaped like an axe head, oh. I was like. I literally clapped and said, fuck you, fuck you. <laughs> I, I wish there was somebody else there with me when I was watching because I had the same reaction. I was yeah. like, okay, all right. Mm. Ah. Yeah. Oh, motherfucker. It's so good. Yeah. So good. God. I was so happy. This was like such a perfect, perfect show for anyone who's a Poe fan because like the representation of everything is ridiculous. You know, like yeah. my favorite Poe story is Cask of Amontillado. And so I was oh. so You got like double down with that one too. I know. They doubled down on that so one. I was so excited. I think Mike's is pitting the pendulum. So like we were just watching it losing our fucking shit. Oh, see, yeah, man, like see that, I, I kind of wish that would have been the first time watching it. Mm-hmm. But you know, I think if, if the second time I watch it happens to be with people, it'll still be as enjoyable. Absolutely. But like that first realization of how he's going with like the mm-hmm. telltale heart. Yeah. That, that's Fuck the one. Me, man. That's the one <laughs> that I I like stood back and went bravo. Oh yeah. Because you start the episode here, and you're like, what the fuck is that? Mm-hmm. And just taking that and modernizing exactly. it. Exactly. Oh, fucking killer. Oh, and like, um, just so one cool thing about that episode is that that one he actually like utilizes the story itself as the as the main you know meat mm-hmm. of it mm-hmm. but he also incorporates the story that the uh the, the sibling's name came from so the right. sibling was it uh vic victoria victorine right? victorine Green, that's yep. right she was really uh her her character the name was from the premature burial yep and so in that story they the the husband's abusive uh then the lover wait, no the husband kills the wife mm-hmm 
the lover of her comes back, kills the husband, and then she comes back to life. Is that right? I'm not gonna lie, I, think, I haven't read that one. Oh, okay. That but that 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 there's something like that basically where um in this, you know, Victorine, she tries, she kills her lover and then tries to save her or resurrect her. Mm. And that that's the correlation. Yeah. yeah. I haven't read the I haven't read the premature burial in a while, but that's yeah. also where they got the one for the mom dying. Yeah. Where they mm -hmm. killed her too soon. Now, mm -hmm. That's where that came from too. Question real quick. And I watched this episode twice. Is she creating an alibi by calling her girlfriend and leaving those messages? Or is she just completely lost it? I think oh, she no, completely she's lost bananas. it. Yeah, and she's that's nuts. what I figured. Yeah. But it could go either way. Because, yeah. like, like she keeps calling and leaving these messages. Yeah. Like, please call me back. Please call me back. And, like, that first time I figured that was just her, like, crazy. But then I also was thinking, like, or is she, you know, that's the part of her that's rationalizing it. But now, no, no. she's not. Now you get to the end, so. she's crazy. Oh, yeah. Can we talk about, uh, I forget the actors who played Roderick. He, he was in Gerald's Game and Dr. Sleep. Mm -hmm. He's been in a bunch of stuff before mm -hmm. Flanning into. But his reaction to that was Amazing. awesome. Unbelievable. Oh, he you just, lost he your just shit. Broke. He just like, like broke down like, oh, oh no. She's you're had my, a conversation. Oh, he goes, like, I don't think we can do, she's 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 dead. Like, yeah. Yeah. he's trying to explain. Like, But he looks like he's trying not to cry that his daughter out. is doing this. You yeah, know? because ra the realization yeah. that she is not like sort of lost it. Like she is talking to her dead girlfriend with yeah. the chest exposed. And he's like, I don't think she's gonna be doing much of anything. She's fucking dead. And he's like, I'm explaining to you. And it's pretty like it's not yeah. like she's yeah. sitting there with her eyes are closed. Her chest right. is open. open. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, and the thing is, like, he had to dig it out. Yeah. Because it was property. Right. <laughs> right. Of uh Fortunato. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like Mark Hamill had to get it, get it oh, from there. Oh, that's so. right. No, remember, remember when he goes back, the next scene's him in the office and he's got blood on his shirt. Start. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah. No, he went back. He got the knives, not oh, the heart okay. thing. Okay. Roger got the heart thing. He stole the murder weapons. He, and then I cut the cops like, fucking really? Right. Yeah. He's like, he's like, this is property. He's like, this is fucking. Dude. Don't search anything but the room. Can we just throw out there real quick? <laughs> Mark Hamill. Yeah. Best fucking performance. He was so good. Like, when you, when I have to remind myself, oh, yeah, that's Luke Skywalker because he just yeah. got so in character. And I don't know if it's the tiny glasses and just the gruff, his like, demeanor, yeah, like the demeanor, like the demeanor's different. The hat, the and trench he just coat. communicated, mm -hmm. I get shit done. Don't fuck with me. Yeah, mm -hmm. like, and he never, like, he's never really threatening anybody, like hardcore. He's just like, no, this is the way it's gonna be. He has a threatening aura. Yeah, like you yeah. just feel it. Like you know, like if you walk by that, you'd be like, oh shit. Like and you know, just keep going. Like yeah. you don't want to be near him because he would fucking break you. Uh huh. Like like because he's a lawyer <laughs> slash like I mean, yeah, just right. every, he's like, a, yeah. all trades. You know, like yeah. I'll kill him, I'll sue him, I'll fuck them up. Like and he's like the cleaner. You know, yeah, he's exactly. Doing it all. But honestly, can we just take a moment for every single performance? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Not that no, I'm surprised yes, yes. because the Flaniverse is just chock full of incredible actors. But like every single part. And I feel like a lot of these characters have played like really sweet, kind of wholesome, lost characters in other Flanagan properties. Mm -hmm. So to see everybody just be so fucked up and evil, uh, I loved it. I, I don't know. I, I don't know if I've seen her or anything else, but the actress that played his wife that like. She's from she, Midnight Club. Okay. Mm -hmm. But she just communicated just so like sad and just like pushed away from the kids and mm -hmm. like. Every scene with her is just like just her, just like yeah. No, I'm talking about the the new wife. Yeah, yeah, the, she's yeah. Midnight Club. And okay, she was and she's in the uh, first first episode, first segment of the new Creep Show series. Mm. She's the girl that brings the monster. No shit, no that that's the oldest daughter. No, the new wife, the one that's on like. Oh, you're fucking right. Goddamn, yeah. it's both of them. Which which is fucked up because I feel bad for her because she was playing an American girl on the new Creepshow series mm. <laughs> season, but her Irish accent is so fucking thick that it comes through. But am oh I, yeah. Am I wrong oh, yeah. that the woman in that Creepshow episode is also the oldest daughter? I could be wrong. So they're both in it, possibly. Well, the oldest daughter is the one that's the. Uh, uh, Killed oh, with the glass. Don't, no shit it is. It's Tammy. Yeah. The, the, uh, the, I haven't seen the new Creep Show. No, but uh, Tammy and uh, Usher. Tamerlane, yeah. Tamerlane, yeah. yeah. She's yeah. She, but also I just realized that, holy also... shit. And she was my, like, I hated her more than I've ever hated anyone in Midnight Mass. Yes. Like, oh, unbelievable. I don't know, I kind of hated her in this too. She was a bitch. Me too, but I loved that he gave her that weird cuck fantasy. Yeah. That was that, really listen, He loved her. He's like, I did this for you. Yeah. And I, she just, fuck you. I yeah. love it where bitch. she has these lapses, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. And she's literally like, like micro sleep, micro naps. And she's yeah. just like, go fuck <laughs> off, you piece of shit. And then she stops and she goes, 
I'm sorry. I've been under stress. And she apologizes and then turns and he's gone. And like mm-hmm. he's been gone for a while. Yeah. And like yeah. The, all that. And the keys were on the counter. You're all like, her oh, coming shit. to terms yeah. is wasted because she fucking zoned out mm-hmm. after she went the fuck off on him. And he's like, bye bye. Now, that one is, is actually obviously because the, the, pro- the launch is called Goldbug. Which is uh, weirdly uh, outside of the Raven, like one of the most popular Poe, you know, people know that story. It's one of the only ones I haven't read. Yeah, right. Uh, that's yeah. I, I haven't people. either. But like, if you read like anything, people like it's a popular wow. one for people to read. And I'm like, okay, I wouldn't have guessed it. It's just a treasure no. hunt, basically. It's like a dark oh. treasure hunt. Um, so I don't really get unless the treasure is the prize at the end of the launch. I don't really. Mm. This one didn't like kind of flow as much as well for me as the, uh, the how that particular story was adapted. Mm. And I mean, I think overall for me, it's probably one of the weaker episodes of, you know, because her death was so her, sick, her, though. Her yeah. death was satisfying. But like, I, I think if I rewatch it, I might just kind of watch the micro naps when she loses her shit at the event. I'm yeah. like, I don't really. I, I think it's uh, more awkward than anything else. And I hate that. She that I hate that. It makes shit. me fucking anxious, dude. When oh, she yeah. thinks, I hate that oh, shit. Yeah. When, when she thinks they're playing the footage of her with the, the and, and yeah. she's like freaking out and smashing yeah. TVs. And goddamn, if she doesn't throw that fucking mic stand, and who doesn't fucking hit <laughs> after after literally her, you know, quote quote stepmom is like, like look at the boxes, like I hope this one doesn't have poo in it, and then she's the one that gets hit with the fucking mic not stand. Only, not only this poor woman, she's also like a, a human drug pincushion, yeah, right. For the fucking Roger, when she just yeah. like, her up, I think I want to get off it. He's like, "Well, you can, but it, you're gonna be in excruciating pain for three plus years." Right? Like, it literally, like, I like you as my junkie. You're yeah. my junkie. Don't get off my shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I will say, um, I love how he utilized that in the House of Usher to do a parody of Purdue Pharma and oh, Oxycontin. Right. Fuck, that amazing. Is fucking brilliant. And when you amazing. get to the last episode, and just the rain turns into the amount, and she's like. I mean, we could just stay in the, you know, we just did the United States, that's one thing, but along the world. And then mm-hmm. the body's just coming down. Yep. And then I didn't realize until I watched it the second time, you see them coming down, but they're just piling yeah, up. Yeah, they're piling, piling up at the up, bottom. Yeah, yeah. I didn't really notice that the first time, yeah. and they're just everywhere. That was such an amazing effect. And I love how yeah. he drilled that home even harder home for people, because there's already been dope six that's come out, and people are still like, oh, really, that ha- that, that happened? I'm like... What the fuck? Well, I feel like it's tr- like trendy right now, which is so gross that, you know, Dopesick came out and then Netflix did their own show that mm-hmm. was very similar to Dopesick. And now they have that new movie with Emily Blunt that just came out that's yeah. exactly like Dopesick. And so I kind of read before I watched that movie, I was like, let me just see what people are saying about it. Because, you know, I watched Dopesick. Yeah. And basically everyone's like, stop retreading the same ground unless you're going to do something new with it to really drive the point home because nobody's going to do it better than Dopesick. This was the most original yeah. way you could do it. And I mean, literally, when you were talking about the bodies falling, I got chills again. Yeah. Like, like it he could have done so it anyway. He could have made them millionaires off of anything. Yep. What do you use? Fucking big and pharma. Uh-huh. And, and brilliant. Yeah. And literally, uh, what's her name that the main protagonist? Uh, Verna? Yeah. 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 She yeah. says, you know, I've dealt with a lot of people, but- your body, like your numbers, are yeah. pretty impressive. Oh. Yeah, like she's literally giving props. Like you fucking, you killed a lot, lot of motherfuckers, yeah. and yeah. I've dealt with some fucked up people. Yeah, yeah, yeah yep. that was. Uh, oh, um, speaking of Verna, anyone notice the uh, anagram? Raven? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I just thought it was cute. I did That's too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I liked that because everything was just so thoughtful. Every yeah. single detail was so thoughtful. Like there's not a detail that he took lightly. You nope, know, not at all. I, I really can't think of one. Yeah. Her her showing up right before each kid's death was just perfect. Yeah. In the way, like especially the the chip Rue Morgue. I was I was about to yeah. say when Where, she's acting like an ape, you're yeah. like, what the she's fuck? talking yeah. and then she like reveals her chest and then like she pulls the camera the the, the pulling the phone up and as she pulls the phone up, it's I was like, that's fucking awesome. At first I was yeah. like, What the hell is this chick doing? Right. I did it didn't kick to me. And then I was like the, I actually I remember I paused it. And I uh, went to get some water or something, and uh, I came back because the scene hadn't gotten that in depth, mm-hmm. right? So it wasn't like I paused it, it a crucial part of it. And then I noticed Drew Morgan, and I was like, oh. oh. And I'm like, uh-huh. okay. And did you notice that the um, RUE mm-hmm. is uh, the Roderick uh, Usher Experimental? Yep. Yeah. I'm like, how? And they joke about it being the Rue Morgan. I'm like, this is so fucking thoughtful. There's it's no so better thoughtful. word. I don't know, it's just every. It's like he put every ounce of things he could. Right. It's not forced. That he loves. Exactly. Right. It's not forced. It makes sense. You're just like, yeah, there you go. Also, like, 
the fact that like almost every single character is queer is really cool and mm-hmm. didn't seem forced at all. Um, and speaking of which, I do think we need to talk about the most important piece of the show by far. And that is that Carla Gugino is so fucking hot. Yes. It's sickening. And I feel like she's so underappreciated as an actor, but also as just like crazy fucking hot. She looks yeah. absolutely incredible. Yeah. When we uh, when we did our Netflix and King episode, I think it was like our second year second king episode yeah we bring that up in gerald's game i was like oh she's in that one piece oh my god yeah yeah Mm. yeah but also haunting hill house oh yeah haunting a blind manor she's just gorgeous her ability in this because like she's very seductive and Mm -hmm. you know the party but then she's so like when she's the patient for the heart transplant she's so like homely she makes you like like, yeah yeah. Yeah. like it just every different character she's playing these roles and i I thought she did an amazing job totally no oh go ahead go ahead Uh, i was gonna say do we uh what do we that's a good uh, way to say linda what do we think she is satan do we think she's i mean because some people say she's satan she makes one reference well she makes a reference of going you know i had to come up here to see this right like and that kind of gives you the idea and she is i mean they're pretty much selling their souls. I mean, exactly. there, but there's a th- and there's a theory going around too that she might be like a force of nature, like Mother Earth. Mm. I heard, yeah, I where, heard about and that. So too. like, she's trying to balance. Mm. She's balancing things. I kind of just, I, don't, you know, I, I took it as like they literally make a deal with the devil. Oh no, it's like crossroad you know? deal. It's a crossroads deal. I, yeah. I, I, yeah, that seems the most obvious. Yeah, and oh, and a, a little Easter egg. Uh, I don't know if you noticed in the bar scene. Oh, you haven't seen it yet. And I don't. I think you said you haven't either. The Oculus mirror is in that bar scene. Oh yeah, no. When they oh, first sit at the bar and you just see them, the Roderick and Madeline here, dead center is the Oculus mirror. Shit. Yeah. I love when uh, they get the information after it's in every one of his properties. After they they identify her face and it goes back, have a little fun with the people that she's been around that's influenced them. Uh, yeah. Not like, so good things uh-huh, like yeah. that pictures. Yeah, you're just uh-huh. like, oh, that's why that she's happened. She's been there all along. <laughs> and there was that. a couple people that she was associated with more recent times uh-huh. that I was like, that's fucking yep. awesome. That's, that's fucking awesome. Yeah, and, uh, Brett, uh, what, Brett yeah. Kavanaugh or whatever. Uh-huh. I was like, oh. that was so funny. <laughs> and uh, I love how she goes into that when um, she brings Roger back to life. She's like, oh no no no, yeah no, uh-huh. and she's like, I she I forget what she says, but she alludes to like I've worked, you know, I've I've mm-hmm. been around a lot of powerful people. Da, da, da. Meanwhile, the jingling starts getting louder mm-hmm. from the fucking cat, the, the jester, Amadiato, right yep. there. Yeah, Amadiato. exactly. Yeah, like, so God. cool. Like I said, they double layered that shit. They really did. They, that story, because, like, yeah. I, it, it actually happened in The Raven, but mm-hmm. they set you up, like, when he, you know, when he sees in the limo and falls out, what, in episode two? Mm-hmm. I'm like, the jester, I'm like, oh, that's yep. right, because uh, Fortunato mm-hmm. was the guy who got put behind in the wall, wasn't it? That's where the company name came from. The name yes. Fortunato was part of Cascaval Montiato. Right. It was a guy who got put in the wall. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is, again, just thoughtful. So many layers. God. So many layers. <sighs> yeah. Just, it's yeah. crazy. And wait, so Hunter, have you not seen Midnight Club? No. Okay, well, I can't wait for you to watch it because you were talking about how like sweet and sad the new wife is. Yeah. Her character in Midnight Club is 500 pounds of rage in that tiny little body. Oh, like, shit. She is the yeah. angriest character. Yeah. She's and just, she's honestly she's like just horrible so sad for most in this of it. One. You just I feel know. so bad. So yeah, I definitely want to see. Wait till you see oh, that. Because right. yeah, you... her range is unbelievable, and yeah. she gets to use her real accent, so that's yeah. good too. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's and it's a lot about her, you know, missing her leg, which the actress is in real life. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Do you remember in Creepshow, she's missing her leg. Mm-hmm. She's wearing a prosthetic. God damn, I yeah. forgot about that. Yeah, she's wearing a prosthetic in this one too. It was pretty. I yeah. felt like it was obvious from time to time, but also I was looking for that it. That one long walk when she's been alone in the house for a while, uh-huh. and uh, Tammy comes over. Yeah, you see it. Yeah, Real, but the other lot, a lot of the other well, walking they, scenes, I think they're kind of mindful. Yeah, they also incorporate into her story because she's like got into the car accident, and lost my leg. Yeah, they did that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah your yeah, dad yeah, yeah. shows mm-hmm. up and was Here's, amazed. Uh, lig- lig- ligodome. Yeah, ligodome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking yeah, Oxycontin got to do it. Yep, seriously. <laughs> oh fuck, opiates. But her, all her yeah. scenes are just so awkward too. Cause yeah, yeah. like when they have the family like, hates her. When I they know. have the family dinner and she says something, they're just like, shut, shut the fuck up. Like they literally, she's not even allowed to talk because oh, all the kids are talking. Uh, new right. mom, where the fuck you are? You don't get to say shit. All right. Like, yeah. They they say they throw out some fucked up like drug addict slurs uh-huh. and shit. I'm like, damn. Damn, I but know. It, and but you hear that before you understand that she's taking like. I don't know what, like 
almost a bottle every two days yeah. or some shit. You know, you don't she's, realize that. You just think they're just being dicks. You're like, oh no, you really are. Well, because she a was drug a heroin experiment. addict. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, you're like that. While Her tolerance just being so is shitty. like, oh yeah, this is a new yeah. heroin. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. But <laughs> it's like the greatest advertising that yep. our shit doesn't. Look how much she's had. She has no deeds. See, right. she looks totally and, healthy. Yeah, and she's my wife. Like, mm-hmm. what a weird PR move to make. Like, yeah. yeah. Oh, your tolerance is awesome. Marry me. Like, yeah. I, I fucked up. Speaking of wives, mm-hmm. I really like how they incorporated Annabelle Lee mm-hmm. into his first wife because mm-hmm. Annabelle Lee and Poe is the purity. Yeah, she's always described as angelic, yep, the lost impure, love, and the lost love, and the way that they write. Annabelle in the story, she is his voice of reason. And yeah. once he once he doesn't have her, that's mm-hmm. when everything goes completely wrong, and he's yep. doing nothing positive. He because he keeps talking about wanting to do positive change in the world. He's right. done nothing positive for the world. Nothing. He is only about death and destruction. Yep. And I think that's because he lost Annabelle. Yeah. You know. I also appreciate how his kids are all assholes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and just so you know how much assholes they are, literally the youngest invites. The wife of his brother is like, you should come to the fuck party. Yeah. Yeah. Come to, here's a burner phone. Yeah. Come to the fuck party. And he's like, I'm going to fuck my brother's wife. Is that yeah. Perry? Yeah. Perry. Perry. And you're just like, name, yeah. wow. Like, there's a level of fucked up, and there's a level uh-huh. of like, my goal this year is to fuck my brother's wife. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, yeah. I mean, and it's a fuck party. So he's fucking everybody, but he's like, I want her there. Yeah. He's definitely, I feel like, the worst of the two. I, I mean, like, just- Oh, man, that's a tough Hold on. Hold, I meant as far as, like, the other ones still kept, like, a some sort of, like, regulation around themselves when it came to, like, the family. Mm-hmm. But like I said, he, his give a fucks, like, just didn't know any, they know new bounds. Oh, no. You don't, who the fuck goes and just <laughs> fucking sister-in-law to come to my sex party? And then gave her a burger. Like, that's yeah. the thing, too. He's just like, here, just use this phone. No, they're, they're all fucked up. That's they're how, by yeah. the way, that's how rich is you have spare phones just uh-huh. to hand out to yeah. people. Like, this one, I. I know I said millions, but we might be, we might be pushing billions. That's like generate, it's uh-huh. like, that's like wealth. Oh, that's absolutely. not rich. That's wealth. I don't know. I was pretty fucked up about uh kate siegel's character what was she camille camille yeah yeah her fuck employees uh, oh yeah really fucking uncomfortable that, that whole really thing was just that whole conversation they had was mm-hmm. just yeah weird it just weird it was oh she's like okay well fuck if you guys are in love i guess we can't do this get the fuck out yeah. like, yeah. like what and the she's fuck? like yeah she's like are you fucking serious yeah are you fucking serious <laughs> you mm-hmm. love like yeah. holy shit yeah but she has just no humanity. katie seagal though, amazing just fucking actress uh yeah, she you is know. amazing. She has such range, like because yeah. again, I just watched Hush and like completely Ooh. opposite character. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Hush, did you guys catch the uh, Hush mask at the oh orgy? yes, yeah, did you catch that? I Actually, Parker, it. Parker pointed Parker out. We're that? watching that, and he's it's like, so "Dude, that's rad. a fucking Hush mask." I was yeah. like, holy <laughs> shit! There's God. so many Easter eggs in this fucking show. That's why I said I like I can't to wait to re-watch. watch it a second mm-hmm. time, yeah. like because I caught. I felt like I got I got like a bit right. Mm-hmm. Got got a chunk of the meat, and I'm like, now nah, I'm ready to go back for a little steak because I know there's oh, more in there. Yeah. Right? Like I'm ready the, to rewatch. I'm ready to reread all of Poe. No, no shit. Yeah. Um. Oh, there's a Ouija board. Yep. In there, I saw that. Yeah. yeah. And there's one other one that I me- I remembered. Fuck. Um. I remembered one too. There was pendulum a... on Vic's. They're watching shelf. They're wa- well, they're also watching. That's the Raven. No, yeah, they're watching that movie. Is the Raven? That's a skit from the Raven, the Pit in the Pit. Yeah, the I Pendulum. thought. No, okay, I was gonna say. I, I know they're watching oh, it, and they uh, they scroll through in Gerald's game. Gerald's game. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. That's what it was. Yeah. That was so funny. But yeah, uh, it is the Pit in the Pendulum segment of the movie, The Raven. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, that's fucking rad. It's crazy. Yeah, it's so good. But when I started this out, I really enjoyed the first episode. Like, you know, setting up, and I was like, all right. But it was again that second episode, and you get to the end. And I was like, because it was good, and it had this creepiness, it had very mm-hmm. Poe feel, but I was like, it was that end with the fucking acid shower, mm-hmm. and I was like, mm. oh, okay, we're to go in there, uh-huh. and just, like, it's almost like a scene out of fucking society, yeah. where the people's flesh is just melting, I'm so, and- I'm mm-hmm. sorry, could you imagine the smell? Oh, no. like man. In there? Oh. And, and just in case you have yeah. that image, and people are getting burned and melting and shit, and then that ends- and then you get to the, or, or and then you have where she puts the mask on, fade to credits, get to the next episode, and there's our dude, uh, Mark Hamill's character. Yeah. The, uh, uh, Arthur? Arthur, Arthur yeah. Pym. Arthur. Yeah. And he walks in, and I mean, it's not that long, but you just, like, you just, you could smell it almost, mm-hmm. like, just melted flesh and just all these bodies. Mm-hmm. And, like, just seeing that aftermath after everything is slowed down and just yep. dead silence. 
was amazing. Which I, I got to give the bio team. They did a good job when Henry Thomas went back in there because I didn't see any, like, I figured I'd see, like, yeah, they really stains. They kind of really for, scrubbed it on up. I really, just say for really. ability to just get demolished, they, they did clean the, shit out, the <laughs> shit out of that. I mean, well, I mean, you know, you probably just kind of just shove it all. Uh, yeah. Oh, um, to power washer that shit. That's another. That's a great one of the uh, kids. The actual legitimate. I mean, they, I say legitimate. They all they called the rest of them bastards except for right. Freddie and Tammy. Tammy. Mm-hmm. Um, his. Henry Thomas's performance in this, Fuck, dude. his oh, slow nice. descent into like madness with like, mm-hmm. where the fuck is this phone coming but, from? Like, mm-hmm. it, oh yeah, it was. They had that family dinner and they're already kind of shit talking Freddie, but he does so much with just his movements and his gestures that you could just tell he's kind of a pushover, mm-hmm. and they have nicknames for him. Yep. So like Henry Thomas did a great job of before that, just like the arms by his side, kind of just like yeah. that. When he is the last one, and he's like, "Now I've got power. God damn it, people are gonna listen to me." And yeah, you're like, yeah, no, yeah, no. And he can't handle that again. His wife went to a fucking orgy to fuck his brother. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and takes it out in the most fucked up way possible. Yeah, yeah. Watching him pop when you know that it's coming was just so satisfying to watch. Like, oh yeah, it was just like I felt like I was on the edge of my seat for those last few episodes for like, when is he really gonna pop? Mm-hmm. And I mean, it was happening, and it was happening, and then he pulled her teeth out, and I was like, okay, well, because yeah. there we go. When he's like, let's, let's, let's bring her back to the house. I don't. She, oh, she couldn't be God. in the hospital. He just bring her back. We'll get experts and oh. like. Daughter keeps asking. He's like, oh, th- "Well, they they were here when you were at school. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're, they're you know we're yeah. and like, but he's also by the way, um, rail like getting fucking uh, fucked up on coke. Uh huh. Like, I mean, so a he's, lot of he's, coke. So, so he's like coke. bad, <laughs> bad line to everybody. Coked out. Yeah, coked out. Mm-hmm. Fucking freaking out about. Yeah, it. it oh, and the scene so where he, he after he's pulled his wife's teeth out and he's on the phone. And then he's trying to play hardball with the demolition guys. Like, well, you can do it, or I'll fucking come another. Pull your teeth out, like, <laughs> yeah, like, come on, dude. Oh, that oh. I love that little uh, uh, Verna uh, pull in right there. How mm-hmm. like she's like, I usually don't like to interfere, but this was too good. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. She's laying there next to him. You're mm-hmm. like, oh, you dirty, dirty, yeah, <laughs> dirty, dirty, totally. But I wondered why he paused. I didn't get it. Yeah, you know, I, and when the it, first in the time. moment of the episode, he's on the phone, and, oh, and then he just yeah. stops, mm-hmm. and he's just looking, mm-hmm. and that's when she's like, yep. "Notice he he lost track and put the now could yeah. paralyzing does, agent." Does yeah. his wife see her behind behind him? They don't. I don't know if they allude to that because she mm-hmm. looks like when she's looking, like all of a sudden there's like a calmness on her face. Mm. If you pick up on that, like she almost sees her, oh. and just because if you look at okay. it, she just all of a sudden like there's not terror, but just kind of like all right. Okay. So okay. I'm curious if like she saw that was like okay. I need to keep notes of this I when know, I rewatch it. Like I'm I'm about to he's about to get fucked up some way. Like, nice, nice. Uh, yeah, I've, I want to I want to check that out because me too. Yeah, I don't remember. It's all in the eyes, man. I remember mm-hmm. I remember her looking relieved when he's when they do the flashback and she sees him switch the drugs. Yeah, and, mm-hmm. and take the wrong drug. Mm-hmm. I remember that. Mm-hmm. But no, I have to I have to look at that specific scene because I remember when it happened. I'm like, what did he like? glitch <laughs> like what right. the fuck happened <laughs> you know i um, love that little girl that plays their daughter too she was so sweet in this she was so sweet in midnight mass um dr sleep dr sleep yeah, yeah that, I don't that's, think, the, that's not the same paralyzed girl from doc from midnight mass is it i thought it might no, have been no, no, it's a different actress yeah, yeah i think it's a different actress yeah but she was, she, she was a doctor the shining sleep. kid for, she was the kid that he went for and that's sleep. right yeah maybe i was mixing that up yeah, yeah. but i love her no, i thought She's the same so thing at first oh really her and i'm like no okay okay it's not her when i was watching yeah yeah the way she goes out and this comfort, like, like you're going to have to fucking die. But let me tell you what you're going to inspire. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Like, like you're going to die, but your death is going to save millions of lives. Yeah. Oh, I cried so, so much. Well, that's another thing about, like, uh, why I think it was wise they named her, Len- they, she was the Lenore character. Because, mm-hmm. again, Lenore, you go on the Raven, that was, again, this angelic, mm-hmm. pure, innocent the only you good know, one of the bunch. Yeah, yep. only good one of the bunch. Yep. You know? Oh man, and and when he keeps checking his phone, and he's like, "It's just her again," and then he reveals that there was a pro that that program that, and it's just doing nonsense. He's like, "It's just nonsense," and he looks at his phone. And never, just, more, never, never more. Never more. Never more. Never more. Never more. Oh. He knows. It's just it's just like random shit like that. Because like, like he knows. Yeah. Roderick knows. It's like yeah. she's dead, but I'm right. getting text from you know like from and, the AI. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Unbelievable! Oh, oh, like, oh, can we talk? You remember the scene when the how the bodies get introduced and like when Perry's 
you see him in the corner, and he even says like, "No, just my son's here." Oh, he's talking and to he Augustus. Getting, yeah, he's yeah. Talk, and he keeps getting closer until he's like right in his face. Mm-hmm. Dude, there were some solid jump scares in this. Oh, yeah. when the one falls. Yeah, yeah I was gonna say <laughs> when, when he falls. Fucking, yeah, I was like, holy shit! There were the one where he's literally talking to Augustus, and all of a sudden Augustus' chest just starts bleeding. Yeah, bleeding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like God. So, so good. good. Yeah. So and he becomes so used to it by the like end of the episode. Mm-hmm. Like they're just sitting around the table all dead, just looking at him and he's like, Yeah. Like he's he's just accepted. Right. Like, well, what's yeah, what choice he has? He made the deal. Yeah. yeah. He knew it was gonna like the fact he was trying to fight it, right? Didn't make never made sense to me. Like, I dude, agree. you sat there and made like <laughs> Well, that's what like, it is about powerful people, is that they they, feel, they have truly believe God they're invincible. Well, that, yeah. And he he yeah. I think blew it off more than his sister did. No, Maddie was paying she, attention. She, she was, was taking notes, and like when when he's like, "We need to take care of this board thing," she's like, "No, no, we need to take care of her." Like, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. this is the yeah. more important thing. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent was, and well, he didn't, you know. And right. he literally became the person that he took down and buried, you mm-hmm. know, to word for word when he's like, "Get the troops together!" Like, there, I can't remember the exact dialogue, but the exact well, Grizz, Grizz, Griswold, right? Griswold yeah. was his name. Yeah. But he, he literally literally uses the same terminology when he's just like, you know, like, get them all together. Let's do this yeah, now. Yeah, like, yeah. And I was just like, he turned exactly into the person he fucking hated. Mm-hmm. He did. And oh, mm-hmm. by the way, when they're burying him and that, that one brick says, you're so small. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God damn it. Oh. It's just so good. Oh, how'd so they start good. that episode, by the way? What what song cue do they use? Another brick in the wall? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 That, that was the first episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but I'm saying little, little, little things like little that. So amazing. Um, one of the really small details of the show that I felt like was way more important than it usually would be, um, and also super impactful was all of the scenes of him and uh, what's the other guy, the lawyer, um, August. August. Yeah. yeah, him and August sitting there um, in the dark telling these stories. The lighting Just was fireplace. unbelievable. Fucking like fireplace. it was so perfect yeah. for. Yeah. The way that the scene was set, it was so incredible. And then in the burial scene, honestly, I felt like it was such an, a perf- like pitch perfect way to end the show is August just kind of looking at the burial scene and then being like, I'm going home to my fucking family. Yeah, I'm like, richer than you ever yeah. were. And, yeah. And then when she comes in uh-huh. and drops the the, the, all the, uh, the little the, the, uh, the tokens. stones and yeah. tokens. I say the tokens stuff. at yeah. each one, that was pretty mm-hmm. fucking cool. But I like how when he turns around, the raven's there because when the fall, after, you know, after the house falls, he mm-hmm. sees her. Yeah. And then you know, she turns to, you know, it's, ah, uh, <laughs> so good. So good. But yeah, that it was a perfect ending. And it's just like a glimpse. Like it, at the end of it, it turns out to like in her world, mm-hmm. this was just another glimpse. Yep. You know, and like <laughs> that's the way the ending made it seem. It's like yeah. here it is, and all right, now off, off yep. to this. You know. Well, there's never a shortage of terrible people. That's unfortunately. true. That's you know, true. so she's able to just kind of keep it pushing, keep, keep on working, keep on keeping on. Like this was just a day in the life for her. Now she can go on to the next monster piece of shit out there. <laughs> But she she did say there were some good ones though. Yeah, she did. She did say there were some. She had made some deals with some good people. That's true, which I appreciated. I do, I do. I don't um, think we see all any photos of any good people, but you know. Yeah, no, yeah. She, she, she apparently, she, you know. Oh, and she, I love how she tries to make a deal with uh, goddamn Mark Hamill's character that Arthur. Oh, Arthur. That was an amazing scene. He's yeah. like, oh, oh, I, do, no, I don't really. Do, no. Yeah. She like fucks with him because she's like begging and begging, and then he wraps her up, and then she's like. Oh, yeah, that was fun, wasn't it? Now let's sit down and actually talk like adults. Yeah, like, yeah. And then she's like- He called the cleaning crew and everything. Uh-huh. <laughs> and she's like, okay, are you done? Let's actually talk. And she like, she's like, you've done so much shit. She's yeah. like, but she's like, I'll work a deal out with you. And he's like, now I'll take my nah. punishment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he's like, I don't I don't like people having leverage over me. I'm good. Yeah. Like, And he has he has nothing to hurt to leverage. And he has no nothing. family, no that's nothing. That's what I'm saying. He's literally set it up there. There's nothing to leverage in any way. Well, mm-hmm. that's the thing about that character that I really, really appreciated is that all of these other people were living in fucking delusion land, right? And don't think that they're doing anything wrong. They're good people, even though they're human monsters. That dude knew exactly who the fuck he was. Exactly. Like, he was all about it. He reminded me of... um. Mike from Breaking Bad. Oh yeah, Mike. So much. Yes. Exactly. So yeah. Knew exactly. Yeah. Really what well. He was yeah. Doing. That's exactly. Mike knew exactly who he was, what he could do, yep. and what what he would, what he will do. Yeah. yeah. You know. Yeah. And I felt like it was honestly kind of like people watching for him to be with this family all the time because 
he was the only one that knew what the fuck was up. And you're like, he's cleaning up all their messes, literally. Yeah. And you could say he was set up to be with the ushers because as she made the deal, she says, you'll never get in trouble. Like, you'll never. Mm -hmm. And here comes this person who literally has worked out where there are no boundaries. Like, kids fuck up, they're out of jail. Yep. They, this, like you were saying, he literally picks up a piece of evidence and goes, this is ours. Yeah. And they, yeah, fucking, okay. yeah, like I guess so. Where like so, it was almost like he was sent by her mm-hmm. to be there yeah. for the ushers as their get out of jail free card. But when you know when August gave the false accusation that there was a rat in the family, you remember the dinner? They're all they're looking through all his shit. I'm mm-hmm. like, y'all, you motherfuckers are dirty. Mm-hmm. They they were they thought it was him first. Well, that you know he he's he's a weird one. You know, like he cleans up your fucking shit. Literally scoops up your shit like it's a litter box. Literally, fuck. One of the other things I thought was really cool about that, like you know, no repercussions for your actions, was the fact that all of these horrible monster people had like loving, supportive partners. Yeah, you know, like yeah. um, I don't remember the character's name, but Raul Coley, my boyfriend, I love his. Boy- boyfriend on the show was like yeah. a human angel, so wonderful. What was his name in the damn? The oh, Leo. Leo. Yeah. yeah. Ne- ne- uh, Napoleon or yeah. something was his name, right? Even Perry had those two friends that he was fucking that were yeah. like so supportive of everything he did. Well, Vic's, you know, Vic's uh, Alessandra, his, yep, her girlfriend. Exactly. Like, holy shit. The husband doing the cuck fantasy when he never wanted to do it to begin with. He actually loved her. Yeah. I mean, even Roderick's wife, who oh, just yeah. was, who's like just. Still a drug addict, even yeah. though he's he markets her as not being one. Like mm-hmm. she's doing that for she was just doing that for him. Like you saved my life, you know. Yeah. I mean, everyone has people they love the shit out of them. And it was only when the their like you know repercussions were coming back to pay them when all the partners started to turn because that's like when um, Henry Thomas's wife was like, maybe I will fuck your brother. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like ev- all the cracks and all the facades were happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or like when, you know, uh, his boyfriend's going down and literally that's when he freaks out because uh-huh, of the blood uh-huh. and uh, in the most awkward position to jump and like, doesn't he like almost break his nose yeah. and that? Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, that's awkward. Yeah. A little bit. A <laughs> yeah. little bit. Especially because we open on him having a girl going down on him and then immediately you're like, oh, cool. He was cheating. Like the minute yeah. we meet him. Yeah. Right? Because yeah. again, all these kids are assholes. Horrible. Yeah. Horrible. Horrible. And I love how uh, the one that had the husband that did the play acting mm-hmm. uh, and literally her paranoia where she keeps seeing that one mm-hmm. girl over and over again. And she's so offended that he would cheat on her. Yeah. Right. Even though. Right. It's like, wait a minute. Yeah. Uh, it's point. not cheating if it's in front of. Yeah. If it's not in front. If but it's in front like, of me, it's not cheating. You're keeping like, well, this a secret from me. And that's I can't have. Right. I have to have the control. Right. Mm-hmm. I also thought it was such a cool thing that. She was so inhuman that she wanted them, him and like the girls to have human scenes, you know, like yeah, have dinner, talk about your days. I was like, whoo, that yeah, is that was so, so that's a bonding. level of fucking So what'd you do today, honey? And, yeah. and she's just <laughs> handed on the pants uh-huh. and he's like, oh, talk about your day at work. And I'm like, oh, yeah, this is fucking weird. Because yeah. she's probably but he did never it. cared about it. So like that's no. literally, all right, so it's Thursday. We're going to talk about my day at work right. and you're going to yeah. make dinner for me. We'll sit there while my actual wife is sitting on the side, mm-hmm. you know, just uh, diddling herself. So <laughs> She even said, like, I built you. I made, I yeah. created you. Mm-hmm. I she, selected she, you. I selected you. I selected you. That's what it was. I you. you and somebody else. So, I mean, she is the most robotic I don't even know if that's the right word. I feel like this should be like a more mechanical word than robotic to describe her. Oh, yeah. Like, holy, like she had no heart. Totally. Holy fuck. Like, I, to just say, like, I selected you. You are not to get the, you you know, blah, blah. I'm like, how do you, the man didn't even want to do this shit and no. he did it for you. Yeah. Like. And he's fucking... just like a sweet, dumb jock. You yeah. know, like all of these partners were so much better than <laughs> the the monsters that they were with. And none of them seemed to like care about the money. Um. So I really liked that detail, you know, because mm-hmm. it's so easy for shitty people to surround themselves with shitty people. But having that juxtaposition with their partner, I thought was really, really well done. Yeah, I agree. hundred percent. And you think uh, the one that gets killed by the chimps. <laughs> Camille. She, yeah. Yeah. Oh, wait. No. Yeah. Camille. Camille yeah. yeah. Isn't that something she probably would have sent her two assistants to do themselves? Mm-hmm. But because they, mm-hmm. you know, she had to be shitty yeah, and they absolutely. quit. Then she's doing her own dirty work, mm-hmm. which then in yeah, turn it was, it was 
Vic was the one that had the monkeys, yeah. but yeah. Camille was trying Camille, to turn yeah. her in. Sh- fucking shitty people. Terrible. But I'm saying more likely that would have been stuff oh, yeah. that she would add herself. Oh, yeah, yeah. But oh, they yeah. quit, so she's like, fine, I'll just fucking do it myself. And Vernon's yeah. like, all right, I'm going to use this. I love, by the way, the <laughs> next day you see her car just like, you know, just not even in a parking space, just pulled up. Yep. Like a fucking asshole uh-huh. would do. <laughs> and then as the two people are walking in, they're like, well, that's weird, some mm. random ass car. And, yeah. then, and then you just see the blood stains and the blood trails. Yeah. Ooh. She so, got fucked so up. And, and actually, Murders on the Room War was one of my top, not my favorite, but one of my top Poe. I, I, I remember reading that and I was like, that was such a surprise to me mm-hmm. at the ending that it mm-hmm. was among, I'm like, holy shit, really? Yeah. Yeah, I think it was ninth or 10th grade when we read, we that was when I actually read in school, for school, mm-hmm. and that ending just blew me away. Yeah. It was one of, you know. Do you realize, uh, Lowdown, the significance of me being on this episode is my first uh, Miles of Madness? Ooh, tricky question. Um, my very teacher? first, <laughs> no, that's true. My very first GUI episode ever was Poe. Oh shit. oh shit! Five years ago, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's when I. That's, that's when around. I met you for the very first that's time. Right, that night. That's right. Because didn't we have? Um, oh, who we had on that? It was. Um, oh, I remember. Was it a cop? Uh, no, Audrey. Audrey. It was yeah. Audrey. Yeah, because uh, the episode for I remember the name for GY Nights was uh, Breathe the Consumption. Was it a? Uh, oh, what was it? Oh, like Breathe Consumption on me. Yeah, daddy something, or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Horribly upsetting. Holy shit! That was yeah. That was that's crazy. Uh-huh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I'd never met you. I'd never been on the show. Oh, so that, dude, I, that makes even fucking yeah. Wow. Bad I shit. know. I was yeah. like, ooh, it's it had kind of, to like, be significant. I, yeah, I believe. I think uh, what I told Mike ever that was like she could riff. All right. <laughs> oh, because I was like messing with him on the show, and you were yeah. like, okay, yes, yeah, that's what I wanted. The secret of being comfortable with this is my first episode I went on with Kyle Smash and I just directly was like well I just make fun of him all the time there's right. just a microphone in front of me to do it okay cool and it was on a subject that was so close was to Star his heart. Wars right yeah. no it was Batman Superman? it was Superman Batman that's Superman. right Kyle was on Star Wars before I thought yeah. Yeah. yeah but no that was the first one I was on and he was such I was like well this will just be easy I'm just gonna pick on Kyle and it's about Superman so it'll be even easier yeah so. that's right I forgot yeah that's the episode I had to take over because Mike got a little too wasty it happens. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I mean, no, the, the Star Justice, Wars episode, I puked in uh, the Justice you know. League one is the one where he had to take over. Oh, that's Justice one League, where yeah. he's leaning into the mic. Oh yeah. no, yeah. we always talk about that one. But no, that is that make that doesn't make it any more awesome, folks. I know, so, right? First Madness episode, amazing to talk about. Finally, glad to have you on. Uh, I think who's I think you were the last showrunner. I think that still hadn't been on. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Everyone else mm-hmm. has been on. Yeah, Mike twice. Well, honestly, in Scotty all fairness, twice, Kyle twice. Yeah. It's kind of like a running joke on everything that I'm ever on because of the nature of like the GUI shows. Is that I was raised super religious, and so I haven't seen so much stuff. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I'm honestly just getting into horror in the last like couple years because I didn't grow up with it. Like it just, I don't know. I watched it from time to time, but now I'm really like falling in love with it. So that, and that's and that is an amazing thing because there's so the storytelling in horror can be done so well. Mm-hmm. And what I mean, this is great because I know as a reader, mm-hmm. like this touches that note, that totally. note too, right? Yeah, you know? absolutely. Um, all right, folks, we uh we're gonna be wrapping it up here soon about the Fall House Usher. There is one thing I do want to give this props for is the way he ended the Raven. With literally the ending of the fall of the fall of the house of usher, uh-huh. because in the story, remember he's got Madeline in the basement. Yeah, right. In the actual story, and mm-hmm. the fact that he mummified her and put her in the yep. basement. In this, I was like, holy shit! He's so casual too, dude. Where it she's comes in the to basement. when he comes to Lenore's <laughs> oh. texting, when it comes to his sister in the basement, she's like, oh, "That's just her." And like he, like he knows, like yeah. he killed her, and yeah. she's rubbing around there. Like yeah. he's just so like exhausted mm-hmm. like he's just like that's yeah that's her yeah. don't worry about it and then house fault she comes out they both die, and then you know august gets out and then mm-hmm. you just see the house fall i was like mm-hmm. dude that is verbatim yeah all yep. the house of usher yep. and she so, jumped on him just like their mom yeah jumped and choked out yeah. The, yep. their dad yeah 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 god so good we oh, can yeah, talk about this that. for there's, hours, no, there's, hours, there's, hours there's so much more that's why you guys got we've touched pretty much everything Loosely, Loosely, and that's that's just because this is literally could be like a two-parter episode. Oh, easily. Yeah. I think people like can episode. kind of pick up on the passion of all of us talking about it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, again, I've I've watched it a second for the most part a second time. Mm-hmm. Y'all plan to? I mean, like absolutely. Yeah. It kind of shows there's so much there. And like, mm-hmm. I really hope this turns a whole new generation onto Poe. Yeah, me too. Really, I really do because we. I mean, he he is one of those authors that that he never should be truly dead. No. Mm-hmm. What he gave, like, just like Lovecraft, like what they mm-hmm. gave the world and di- and like were broke as fuck. Mm-hmm. 
Like if there was if they if they, if they were allowed to get residuals right now, like oh you know what God. I mean, they'd be millionaires. Yeah, seriously. So like just you know, people need to keep reading Poe. Yeah, you, you know? can tell this was a passion project of Flanagan's. And oh that's, yeah, that's that's cool. Is 100%. that like obviously he was probably huge in a king. He took on Gerald's game, a, a movie that people said that's you can't make that. No, oh, he's he like, did. Oh, and he then so I feel like he too. he took the passion. He's like, you can't modernize Poe. He said, the fuck I can't. I got Here you. Here you go. Yeah, yep. hold my beer. Yeah, <laughs> like crushed it. Hundred percent. Absolutely crushed it. And Stephen King has said that he like really approves of everything Flanagan has yeah. done with his work, right? Yes, yeah. Which I know is not always the case for King. No, it's not. He does not like Kubrick. The, oh no. The, uh-uh. But he me, liked Doctor Sleep. See? Right. He didn't I was like saying to me, the, the magic Flanagan did is was was Doctor Sleep, where he took a movie that and if you're a fan of the Shining movie, mm-hmm. good. If you're a fan <laughs> of the Doctor Sleep book. And he made it into one whole thing. Now, see, what he did mm-hmm. with the, what he did with the Doctor Sleep book is he made it so I never have to read that book again. I can just watch the movie. Yeah, that book's not that good. Yeah, I'm sorry. The, ending, the ending's really but dumb. Yeah. but there's references in the book. Oh but, yeah, but yeah. I never read the book, and mm-hmm. it seemed like exactly a sequel to The Shining, Kubrick Shining. Exactly. Yeah. You know, he he a movie he, that he, he walked that line, right. man. He fucking walked that line, mm-hmm. dude. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Man, I want to. I want to meet that man. And just shake his hand. Literally. I know, honestly. Like, why is he, he showing the cons? Come on, well, dude. If he went, dude, Let's, we'll, he went we'll, to... we'll start sending some emails. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Mike, just, you can come to the East Coast, please. Uh, just get him on the show. That's easier. <laughs> yeah, totally. Again, I, I wonder. You know, remotely, maybe. we're all we're all yeah. gonna be the kid from fucking Christmas story. Like, I like your movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly, uh, I know that this isn't the Flaniverse episode, and hopefully, if people like me on this one, I've already called dips on the Flaniverse episode, so suck it fair, if you didn't. Um, but I would love to see him because Midnight Mass, like, as somebody with traumatic childhood upbringing religious shit, I feel like it healed part of that, like, in a crazy way. So I would absolutely like, love to see how him. How he transformed that, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, again, not the Flaniverse episode, but how he transformed that into a fucking vampire story. Crazy as hell, like and just mind like, blown. Honestly, the best interpretation, in my opinion, of fanaticism I've ever seen on screen. Like, I, I don't think anybody could do it as good as he did it. Like, cult like, mentality. We yeah. have we, yeah. this isn't a flag. Yeah, no, still fanboys. So fan I know. I'm sorry. I know I, this I, isn't I wanna... this specific one, but goddamn, he's fucking badass. <laughs> I know. I just want to talk about Midnight Mass all the time. <laughs> I mean, well, we, that I mean, we will done, be covering then. We've done like, well, no, Midnight Mass was GUI did Midnight Mass. We did Haunting of Hill House. Doctor Sleep now fall out like he's mm-hmm. been getting covered throughout yeah, exactly. since yeah. Madness has been a podcast yeah. he's been we've been covering his shit who the fuck was on the Midnight Mass episode why wasn't it me it was GUI <laughs> it was me I think something to do with te- the school oh wait no fucking school yeah you were still in school oh yeah that's what it was, was you were still in grad school when that came out yeah yeah because mm-hmm. I remember I we I moved to this house in 2020 mm-hmm. and you were still in you mm-hmm. yeah. That's why. Yeah, good times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, folks, but that that does wrap it up for all, for all the House of Us. We all recommend you go watch it. Please Definitely. go read Poe. And you, dude, if you watch it and then you read Poe, then go back and rewatch it because uh-huh. you will be like, holy fuck. <laughs> and if you're not into the Flanniverse, grow up. <laughs> get, get into it. What no the shit. hell? I'd say even if you haven't read Poe and you watch it, yeah. if you're like, wow. That's what I'm saying. Really, yeah, just scope that shit out. So. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Watch it, and then if you like it, try reading Poe if you're a reader. That's what I'm saying. Absolutely. Like, it, it should turn you on to want to read that stuff if you like what he did, because and then you'll, this would not exist if it wasn't for Poe. And po. then you pick up <laughs> other references, like the Simpsons episode where Lisa yells the beating of his heart, yeah. and they're hiding the yeah. uh, school project. You'll go, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, that now is. I know. I remember I read that in school, too. Like I doubt they're, mm-hmm. I doubt they're giving kids that to read now. Not as much. I don't remember honestly. Mike ever. I think Mike mentioned Poe, but not like unless he just didn't dig it, which I doubt. But and it sucks because I remember when I was in school, all the kids that were like, oh, "I hate reading." I feel like all of them were like, "Okay, this is pretty cool," you know, about like all the mm-hmm. Poe stories. Like so. this is all right, but don't make me read anything else. Yeah, right. exactly. exactly, exactly. I'm like a raven. Oh. <laughs> Where's my eyeliner? <laughs> Nevermore. Yeah. Right. Nevermore. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So uh, we'll be right back. Real quick, take a listen to what's going on in the GUI universe. In a world with too many reboots and remakes, two men will stop at nothing to make it even worse. Join Mike the Hobbit and Tondi as they play by their own rules while pitching new takes on some of your favorite and least favorite films and TV shows. What podcast would dare to bring this upon the world? This is Smack My Pitch Show. My 
name is Amy Bogard. And I'm Mike the Hobbit. And we are the hosts of Deeply Upsetting, where we use our expertise to answer your most upsetting hypothetical quandaries, such as what non-wigged animal deserves wings? And what body part deserves a secret mouth? Which cryptid is the worst roommate? These questions and more that plague you will be answered on Deeply Upsetting, available anywhere you get your podcasts and at GUIPodcast.com. Coming straight from the mouths of madness, I'm Lowdown. I'm F.U. Hunter. Do you love horror? We fucking do. So this is a podcast dedicated to all things in cinematic horror. We're talking movies, television, composers, special effects artists. We're going to fucking cover it. So if you love horror, embrace the madness. In a world of blockbuster movies, there's another dimension. The dimension of schlock cinema. Join us at Beautiful Disasters on a journey into the fringe territory of B-movie abandon. We review the flicks that are forgotten or underappreciated to give them a proper place in the annals of celluloid history. I'm the Groots. F.U. Hunter. Your guides at Beautiful Disasters. Come along with us for a fun ride. May May the the schlock be with you. All right, all the trailers you just heard, you can find every show at GIPodcast.com or everywhere, anywhere you get your podcast. We recommend going to GIPodcast.com because then you can go to our links t- page and then click our public link where you mm-hmm. can go buy all the merch for all the shows under the network, plus tons of tangential so ridiculousness. So much shit. Yeah, so much shit. Yeah, and a lot of that is from my show, so I do that is, that is also true, yes. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of fucked up shit on there that is uh, from my twisted little brain. Perfect holiday gifts. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, holiday buy your seasons. mom a fucked up shirt. Exactly, I mean, literally, they, you get text alerts, they do a sale every weekend. Yeah. Every weekend, mm-hmm. hoodies, Long you know shirts, they're gonna have shirts. some crazy ass like Black Friday or yeah, Cyber Monday. Exactly, oh, they got yeah. to come Definitely. on. And I mean, uh, there's what fifth, the, the spooky designs are still up. I don't know if Mike's dropped the. There were a couple Christmas ones we had. I don't know if he's dropped. He hasn't dropped those, those yet. yet. Yeah, so those will be coming out. We're shortly. in Christmas denial. I think we're we're, uh, <laughs> we're thinking about some uh, some more madness boys. Uh, I, nice. Dude, oh yes. No, I want to. There's a couple of local artists that I've recently met that I kind of want to. Yeah. Maybe talk to you about drawing some stuff up. Oh, so. I'm excited. Yeah, no, definitely look. I look look for that in 24, but that's coming down the pike. Mm. And um, all right, that's out of the way. It is time for Stump the host. All right, yeah, you first time getting to stump us on trivia. Too. I know. I feel yeah. as though some of my questions are too easy because we've kind of discussed the answers. You, to I some forgot of them. Norman Bates. Oh wow! Once we've already discussed the answers to some of them, though. So, <laughs> oops. Now it's just memory time, and you know what? That's happened too, and <laughs> yeah. we still fucking blank. <laughs> yeah, I feel like exactly. I also thought maybe there would be drinking, and so I was like, they might forget. Well, usually is. And we're I not. usually is. I, I just know. I know it's weird. I just didn't. I, I, I didn't have an actual. Is this this our first sober full length? Wow. Maybe. I think it might be. Wow. Holy shit. Oh, man. Wow. I'm honored. We might actually get all these correct. (laughs) (laughs) That's the problem. (laughs) We still at the end of the show. I don't know. We crush a trivia in bars, so I don't think that's the problem. Yeah. Yeah, never mind. True. I'm just honored that you two wanted to deal with my personality sober. I'm so (laughs) flattered. (laughs) You have been a fucking treat on this episode. So much fun. So much fucking fun. You step in. So. Rules, mm-hmm. basically, uh, if he, if either of us don't know it, mm-hmm. it's pretty much rapid fire, but okay. the other person has a chance to steal it. So if they know it, okay. look for them yes. to answer. Yeah, don't, so just, don't... don't just blurt out the answer. Right, okay. Everyone gets, if, and if neither of us know it, then, you know. Do you like buzz in with your name or anything, or you just yell at the answer? Uh, usually you ask, you select the person, you ask oh. quite a few. Yeah. So I'm, then... in the, I'm currently in the lead uh, oh, okay. by two, I believe now. Um, I don't know how the fuck that happened, man. I don't know. I had, I had a four... One lead in. I showed you my dick. You got nervous. I don't Whoa. know what that shit. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> so I've been drinking uh, too much. To the decide, episode. You that's get what to it decide is. Who goes first? <laughs> okay. And then yeah. So that's what we each. So if by if by six uh-huh. we have a clear leader, mm-hmm. then that's it. Okay. The extras because we have gone into double overtime basically. Wow. Mega <laughs> mega mega wow. overtime. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So you get to decide who goes Which first. Which is some of your victories where uh, you're a little quicker on the draw. That's yeah. right. All right, I hit you with a couple softballs to begin, and then it gets a little more challenging. So I'm going to start with Hunter. All right. What do Stephen King properties has Mike adapted? Mike Flanagan. 
Dr. Sleep mm-hmm. and Gerald's Game. Correct. All right. I would have kicked you on the I know. I, like, <laughs> you were giving me that eye like, fuck this up. You're fucking trouble. All right, low down. Yeah. How many Usher children are there in the show? Seven. Ooh, no. No. Eight. Ooh, no. Wait. It's six. It's really. six. It's six. It's six. Yeah, it's six. God damn it. I, it's six. Did you no, put the I was there? counting uh, the, the granddaughter. The new wife. The, the, oh. And the new wife. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. God damn it. Ha right. ha. Yeah. No. All right. So. All right. See you. Yeah. All right. Lead. What was Mike Flanagan's first movie? Oh, fuck. Mm. Oh, God That's damn. why I didn't ask you that. Yeah. You can now say Oculus because I know it's not in and I can't think of what I've it is. I've sent you. Yes. God damn it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tied, o- bitch. Oculus is his first like big mainstream movie. But Essentia was his first. Actually, it, yeah, it, it is such a good low budget I first know, I movie. See you it. need to watch that. I yeah, will. son of a bitch. Oh, the yeah. actress who played Annabelle Lee plays the main character. Oh, cool. In Essentia, yeah. nice. It's the only other movie she's been in by Flanagan, which is cool mm. that I know of. So, so who do I ask now? Now, oh, you still it's still, still my you? turn. Yeah, okay. I just stole from him. All right, which state was both Edgar Allan Poe and Mike Flanagan born in? <laughs> I asked Mike this, and he got it wrong. Oh, you know, because if I get it wrong, then he's obviously going to use the other one. Fuck. I don't know. He looks lost. I'm going to say Richmond. No. Yeah. It's It's a a state, right? It's a state. State Virginia, I'm sorry. Yeah, no. And I'm just going to go with Maryland. Ooh, no. Was it Pennsylvania? No. Where was it? Massachusetts. Oh, fuck. He was born in Massachusetts. from Boston, and Mike Flanagan appropriately is from Salem. Flanagan, god damn it. Yep. Yeah. yeah. No, okay. I, I was so concentrated okay. on the Poe, mm-hmm. I completely forgot about the Flanagan part of that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Son yeah. of a bitch. Mm-hmm. All right, so. All right, Hunter. Uh-oh. This is another, Uh-oh. this is a pretty, this is a pretty easy one. Um, What are Mike Flanagan's two series with the word midnight in the title? Midnight Mass, mm-hmm. Midnight Club. Correct. Right. He's got the lead. Correct, All right. correct. All right. Correct. This could be it. All right. This could be it. Which of Mike's regulars, um, have been in the most of his works. There are two, and you have to get both. They've been in eight each. Oh shit, eight? Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go with Katie Seagal and Henry Thomas. You are correct. God Boom. damn it. Oh, we are tired. Oh, fucking correct. Man. That's oh, it. Now I'm we... so oh. sorry because the last one is the hardest one. <laughs> oh, well now so we no, Oh wait, no, I have two. I have two left. Yeah, that, so we just did six, so now we're going and we're tied. So now oh, we gotta okay, go into so Tie rules. Uh-huh. We gotta wait for you to finish the question. Okay. And it might be kind of hard for you to look, but first one to. Okay. I can. Do, I. I mean, I can do this hand. Ooh, I'm no. gonna do my super hard one then, and then okay. I have an easier All one right. if nobody gets it. On the it. table, bitch. All On right. the table. All right. Very hard tiebreaker. I wrote that. Which classic novella was the haunting of Bly Manor based on? See, it's a trick question because Haunting of Hill House is based on Haunting of Hill House, mm-hmm. um, but the title is completely different. It's a classic novella. I had to read it in school. Mm-hmm. I told you it was very hard. It is. It is. I, I wish don't... I had watched Bly Matter now. You well, I watched Bly it. Matter? I've watched... I haven't watched it yet. What the fuck? And he's I talking know. about a what fucking Flanniverse episode. Yeah, like... you're not invited. <laughs> I obviously haven't finished that one. I was I'm going to finish watching Midnight Club. So. Uh, Anyways, I'm the new host of From the Mouse. Seriously. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? I'm no, I, I watched it, but I didn't know what oh, it was adapted fuck, from. Fuck, yeah, fuck, it's fuck. a book. Mm, all right. Mm. What if I tell you the author first, and then you can see all right, if all right. you go. Let's go with the author. Author is Henry James. Classic author. Yeah, but the fuck. What the, the title of it honestly sounds like it would be a Poe story, actually. If anybody actually it's knows this, I need me. you to comment. You're killing me because I, I, I'm reading this, this is but a hard I can't one. think yeah. of it. I, I, I literally can't. You go okay. ahead. Please. Turn of the screw. God, fuck I, Murph. To- no, Murph fucking yep, told us that. Yep. God, Murph damn. would know that. Murph yeah. told us that. Yeah, because Blind Man had already come out when we did Hill House, uh-huh. the episode on Hill House, mm-hmm. and they mentioned Turn, Turn of the, the Screw. screw. Yeah, fucker. Yep. All right. All right. Well, final hope- tiebreaker, and this one's way easier. So it's gonna be a speed round. Ooh, maybe I should make it. I could make it way harder. Uh, all right, get weird with it. Let's go. All right, we're going to make it a little harder because you have to have the whole title. What is Poe's one completed novel called? One completed novel? Yeah, he only has one that's complete. He had an incomplete you one. You have to do the, the full title? God damn it. Because I, I know you know the, the, the general characters. gist. Do you, you know it right, I, too, right? The character's name? Can I get half no? point? I don't think so, no. If Steven doesn't know we it, yeah. We don't do half points. Oh, no, no. It's Augustus. Oh, no. Huh. It's not the confe- like confessions of... No. 
God damn it. I'll oh, give you I thought a that hint. was his only. I'll give you a hint. It does have a man's name in the title. And that man was a character in Fall of the House of Usher. And it actually, the story is kind of based on the story in the novel. Yeah, it's uh, Arthur. It's, the, it's it. Arthur Pym. It's yeah, the Arthur Pym, Pym one. one. Yeah. Oh, the Nan. Something Arthur Pym and his adventures through Nantucket or some shit. That's pretty close. <sighs> Not the some shit part. <laughs> you, no, uh, that was the, cut that off. Ahead yeah. of this time. But it was. It's the narrative of Arthur Gordon Pym of Nantucket. I got the yeah. Uh, I we, got the we, A character. We could kill it as a tie. We do have a couple of those in the books. Where we've only where it, it was, we ended with a tie and that was it. We Let's just do a tie because yeah. I really didn't get the I full said title. Arthur, that was your. That's based yeah. off your rules. I didn't get the full title. Tough. I yeah. know. I made them hard. Well, yeah. for the most part. We're split so, it. Let's, we'll just call it a tie. I will call it a tie. Call watch. Yeah. I asked. I know. I wish I could think of another one off the top of my head. I should have written more. God damn it. <laughs> no, but I... I, would, I, I knew like, it had a, the A character name. That's why I did the Augustus. Yeah. And then like you were like, not that. I was but, like, but, shit, no. this is Arthur. Yeah. The... the Making it the full title that mm-hmm. was that was that was a good, good call because yeah. that's what that's yeah that's what fucked us yeah and I thought it was cool <laughs> they did say his full name they um, did talking well, about Mark Hamill oh yeah. and mm-hmm. they talked like literally they call Pym. yeah and they mm-hmm. do the Pym uh, the Pym tra- like strategy mm-hmm. like they kept like yeah almost trademarking how hardcore this motherfucker was uh-huh. like yeah. have you guys read that book no okay so I had to read it in college I was an English major um, it is by far. My least favorite Poe. Well, they say it's not really ever. hard. It's more like yeah. a it's adventure. more like a mystery adventure. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, I'm not gonna lie, thought, you, it's boring as shit. I thought you were gonna go with his like first. So you said novel. That's what kind of threw me away from that. Is he had his very first short story was like Mitzgrigen German yeah. something bullshit. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, that's dirty. No, that's what... <laughs> no, no, one one novel. Okay, all right. Well, we I tied. Just gonna ask I Ray stumped died. the host. You stumped both the fucking hosts. Yeah. Woo! Well yeah. done. Thank you. That, I don't think we've had a tie since like it's been a while. First, nice. I think a Murph. The first I think year this, and a half. It was a Murph one. I think Murph was one. Yeah. See, honestly, yeah. that's very difficult for me because I'm super competitive about unimportant bullshit. So it's driving me crazy that there's no winner. <laughs> <laughs> I guess the winner is me. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> but yeah, no, we we so far it's two or three in the books mm-hmm. out of the four years. So wow. it doesn't happen that often. Yeah. So. Crazy. You you should feel special about that. That's I do. You down. guys were evenly matched. It was yeah. a fair fair game. I forgot one. Of them. <laughs> I know. That's the, that's the things. The ones we got wrong. We're like, God damn it, fucking. Yeah. Mike but. didn't get several of them um, when I quizzed him. So mm. yeah, those are really great questions. Thank you, Amy. You're welcome. Appreciate you coming on to talk about everything Poe and Flanagan My and pleasure. amazing actors. There's all three. Everything about this is just boom. Yeah, everyone's hot, everyone's talented, everyone's queer, and everyone's evil. I'm so in. Like, I've never <laughs> been more in in my life. Um, so, and uh, you plug again, Deeply Upsetting is coming back upsetting's in the roster. coming Let's back, go. baby. Let's do it. it is a wild time. Strap in if you decide to listen. It is Mike the Hobbit and myself riffing on uh, questions that people ask, hypothetical questions, or on the news. Not the heavy-duty stuff, just the lightweight stuff. Yeah. And hey, you know, this if it's out if it's out in time for the holidays, listen to it with your family. Don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't. There's a reason that I have a uh stage name. Because <laughs> I don't want my family. You don't want you don't want to tell it. Alexa to play it throughout the entire house. And, no. uh, I did ask one of my brothers to listen to it and there, some of my family is still really religious, including my brothers. And he was like, it was a little much for me. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, you didn't like it when he talked about come for an hour? <laughs> you weren't into that? He's like, do you have an edited version that takes the dirty words out of it? I was like, like, man, this no, is that, that would no. be the whole episode. It, it, it episode. like AI recorded it. Yeah, it'd be like, <laughs> the episode would be like five minutes then. Yeah, yeah. But all right, folks, until we talk to you again, embrace the madness. Podcast.com.